When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. How's everybody? Good morning. Great. Fine. Fine. We're fine. It's Thursday. You know what's funny? Yesterday, I, at two separate times, this is rare. Usually you're a day behind or you're a day ahead. I experienced both yesterday where I thought, Yesterday was Tuesday. When I was on the news, I was like, happy Tuesday. And then it slowly (laughs) came in, and I was like, well, I really was Tuesday. It was actually Wednesday yesterday, if you're keeping score at home. Then, later, when I was looking at my schedule for something, oh, 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 I was looking at my schedule. We're doing all these shooting shows ahead of time for Christmas break, blah, blah, blah. But then I looked at the menu, because I was going to be going into work earlier than normal yesterday, and I thought, what's for lunch at the CAF? So Stevie Boy gets the cafeteria menu, looks at the Thursday one, Asian chicken salad. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Then I get there mm-hmm. and I see written on the menu rodeo burger. Mm-hmm. Because yesterday was Wednesday, not Thursday. Within a one hour stretch of time, <laughs> I was both a day behind and a day ahead, which Love means it. I never experienced Wednesday. Oh. And I'm, I'm oh, yesterday, what did I miss? I, yesterday I labeled all the podcasts Friday. <laughs> Friday, hour uh, one. And then I realized that this morning, I'm like, what? Apparently, I really wanted the weekend to be here. Right? Yeah, all oh of these gosh. subconscious things that are uh, mm-hmm. that are happening. That's crazy, guys. I know, it's fun. Oh, man. Hey. hey. I'm, I'm starting the show with a tip. Okay. You know I care about your money, and you know I care about the holidays. I love Christmas time. Yeah. Woo. So last night, Donna, you had mentioned, hey, get your uh, Xmas decor now. Because there was a can. shortage. There's yeah. a shortage. So last night, I pop into a store to see if I can just snag some things. Maybe there's stuff on sale. I don't know. It's getting close to Christmas, right? Not a lot of people are just now putting up decor. So I go in, and there are really, really big sales. I'm checking out, and I have like an armful of wreaths at this point. Wow. So I have six wreaths <laughs> on my left arm. You ever go into a store, and wow. you're like... I'm going to look for one thing. And if I get that one, I don't need a card. I'm just going to get that one thing. Yes. Here's what happened. Okay, you end so up with 40 pounds I was in at your the, arms. Well, in an awkward moment, too. I was at the lobby that is hobby. Okay. And I was just, I was passing, I passed through and I'm like, I can stop there real quick. I know they have decor. I end up with uh, six wreaths. We want to put wreaths in windows, but I don't want an expensive. Wreaths are expensive. Yes, they These are. These decorated wreaths yep. are expensive. Well, 
66% off clearance sale, which means these cheap little $15 24-inch uh, wreaths that I got were 5 bucks a piece. Oh, that's great. And I realized, Donna, you know how you have all those LED lights all over the place? Yes, I love them. And they work on a remote control, or you can set them to a timer. I never it was do like, that. All I need to do, <laughs> instead of buying a $40 pre-lit wreath, and by the way, the pre-lit wreaths, the lights are never bright enough. I don't know why they suck on pre-lit wreaths, wreaths, but they do. Anyway, so I thought I'll get my LED lights, wrap them around. Those are cheap. And then I can hang them up. They're on a timer and everything. Slide them onto my arm. Six wreaths there. And then I was like, look at that tall little Christmas tree that you could put on like a buffet table. So then I get this Christmas tree, <laughs> normally $30. Now it's $10. Now this is just a, like a cylindrical, it's probably two feet tall, maybe a foot and a half. So now I'm carrying that. Then I've always wanted to get a, a, a Santa Claus, some some sort of a Santa Claus presence in the house at Christmas. So I got a classy Claus last night. Oh. He is... He's not in your eye-catching red. It's more like a night out for Santa. It's a white He's like the fancy robe. guy. Yep. So classy Claus. Yeah. I, I would like to say that it's Santa Claus. It's just a classy Claus. It's when Santa goes to his annual holiday party or whatever. Oh. It's a nice white not robe. Not his work He's, clothes, no. No, not his work clothes. He'd look like <laughs> He's an idiot. wearing like the Moses robe. <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. And he's holding, you know, berries and branches for no reason, but it looks classy. So then I get a classy Claus. Guess what? Classy Claus was normally 30 bucks. I got him for 10 bucks. At one point, I actually had to ask when I got the tree... You know, uh, everybody, they do a real nice job. You know, it's, it's, it's surprising. Stores, big stores, uh-huh. Donna, people really, they're, they're spread out. It's hard to even come by a person. You're like, yeah, is anybody yeah. here? But then I see these ladies, and I have no available hands now because I also grabbed a picture for a wall, like a big painting for a wall and something else. Are you, this I, is very manic. So What's then, so know. then. So do we need to adjust did you, your How medication? much coffee did you have? Today? No, then. Last night? I don't know. But then I have to say to these ladies, excuse me, I know that this is so weird. But can you hold this? But you know, I said, would you be able to grab that tree and just put it right? And I and I started then pumping like a chicken wing my right arm. And I said, that's my lever. And I'm going to open it. And if you could just stick the tree there, and then I'll I'll bring my arm down. Whoa. And I'll And they were like, do you need us to carry this to the front? Do you no, need no, no, no. I don't want to bother you. <laughs> do you need a cart? And then they put it there, and I arrived at checkout now with six wreaths going up my left arm, a tree wedged under my right wing, holding my classy claws, and two paintings. And my, I got a Baby Yoda picture, too. Whoa! So, but, oh, Did you take a picture that, of all this? No. Huh. Point of all that. When I got to the register, I said, wow, really good deals. I said, I know. We hardly have anything left. And then a woman said, do you know when a really good time to shop here is, though, for your Christmas decor? It's not always right up against the clock mm-hmm. or right after. Mm-hmm. She said, come in October. We will have just put our Christmas stuff out. Hmm. And we have a sale because we're still getting rid of some fall stuff. And so you can get, like, an out-the-gates 40% off sale right away. So That's she said October. is Well, but uh, here's why October is good then you're not having the picked over stuff. Like I have the wreaths that everyone looked at for the last month and a half. I was like, yeah, no, we'll pass. So then you get a better selection. But you're, you're, the thing that you do right after Christmas is whatever's left, and it's a 75 or 80% sale. You got it. Yep. I mean, I bought, Ooh, I bought a seven-foot Christmas tree last year at Home Depot for, it was regularly like, I don't know, 
180 bucks, and I got it for like $34. What? And I love it. And it's pre-lit. And I only use it once a year, so I'm not worried about the lights going out or anything. Um, I bought wreaths. I bought um, a whole... Buttload. Buttload or boatload? Boatload. Boatload. That's fine. It's the B-load of Christmas (laughs) lights, like the big ones. Yeah. I bought like 10 boxes for nothing. And this was in October? No, this was December like 26, 27. Oh, oh, right after. Yes, because they don't want that stuff anymore and they want to move it. Okay. I mean, there's just so many things. Like, think of the expensive things. You know, some of the ornaments, the fancy yeah. ornaments, like that Pier 1 used to carry 80% off. R.I.P. Pier 1. Oh. R.I.P. Pier 1, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that's great, Steve. <sighs> that oh, really How weird. satisfying. What was the bill? Do you mind sharing that? No, I don't, because I got six wreaths, a big, like, 36 by 24 painting. Yeah. Uh, a Yoda painting that's probably like 18 by 18. Mm-hmm. And then the classy claws and that Christmas tree for $121. Everything oh was at God. least forty percent off. Wow, you should have thrown in a nutcracker or two. <laughs> I passed some nutcrackers, but I didn't have any available I, wings oh, left. I'm gonna go pick up two nutcrackers then for my fireplace. They have nutcrackers. I they love have nutcrackers. nutcrackers. Yeah, they're so they're fun. And what's nice about uh, how they have it at the hobby that is lobby is they put it all in a little vignette. So if you like really colorful Christmas, there's this one little vignette. Go right there. Yeah. If you like more of a golden white Christmas, go to that vignette. They they have it situated nicely. So what was this painting that you bought? No. I don't want to tell you. You're going to judge us. it. Oh, we're totally going to judge on. it. But tell us Look, anyway. Look, we still don't have anything in, hung in our kids' rooms. I know we're up against the clock. We don't have anything in uh, in my son and daughter's room oh. to share a room. And so I thought maybe I saw this painting of an elephant. Now, stay with me. No, here. I love it. I already I love elephants. Well, it's got like this unique, it's white, but then various pops of color. Mm-hmm. Also, the, the elephant, you know, Lou, my wife is from an Indian family. Yeah. Um, and so there it's like my father-in-law has elephants all over the place, a sign of good luck. And so it always feels kind of like family there. Aww. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you guys. I bet it's awesome. Why do you think we would make fun of you? I don't know. When you start with, I got this picture of an elephant. It just feels weird. I haven't said that sentence out loud probably more than three times ever. Don't you? Don't you feel like you just have this <laughs> elephant off, off your, your back? Chest. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, hey, when well, we come back, some things that make you go, huh? You know, we were talking about terms and conditions when you check the box just to get to the next page or to download the yes. app. You have promised that you will not use Apple Music to do this. And you don't even know it. Ooh. We'll get into it when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Okay. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. What if we were an entirely Everything Boats radio station and it was My, my Doc? My Doc? Yeah. Instead of talk? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and all we did was Steve. talk about docks, Steve, put it back. Levels. Put it back in your head. Doc talk. <laughs> hey, you hear about the no wake zone? <laughs> you could lead with that. You notice it says that on 35. No yeah, wake. What's up with that? What's Does that mean like that? slow down? I don't know what, what it means. It says no wake. 35 um, W North. You it's don't where travel they're building that way, new... so you don't see it. Yeah, it's on the other side of the world for you but it's they're building this new bridgey situation mm-hmm. and yeah it says 
In spray paint, no wake. In spray and paint, like, mm-hmm. red spray on? paint. Is it a graffiti? I don't think so. Well, I think it's deliberate, like a deliberate yeah. no wake message to commuters. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what to do there. See, now if we were my doc, we would be able to talk about this for a long time. Like, hey, why are they treading on our sayings? But now, since we're not, we're encouraged to move along. You've promised when you have signed up to use Apple's music app Mm -hmm. that you will not use the app and help me understand how that would happen, but you won't use Apple's music app to make nuclear or chemical weapons. And you don't even realize it. There's a line (laughs) in the terms and conditions. And you agreed to that. It prohibits you from doing it. I don't know how it would work. I don't know if it's a gag that the guys at Apple thought was funny. Those friggin' nerds. I don't know. Hmm. But now, if you do make nuclear weapons, it's not going to hold up in court. I think that's going to be the the least of your problems, is being sued by Apple. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they told me to do it. (sighs) Nuclear. (laughs) <laughs> I truly, you know, when everyone was um, teasing President George W. Bush about that, it got in my own head. And I don't know if, if, it, if it was nuclear <laughs> or nuclear. That's funny you say that because I think I heard Jason Matheson use the word this morning and I thought, oh, really? is that correct? I can't remember which one's right. What did he, he said nuclear? He said nuclear. He said I it, think yeah, nuclear he said, is right. It is. But for a second yeah. there, though, it does make you wonder, wait. Is that nuclear. Right? Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> doc, talk. See, my doc. la 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 la. I really want to do more with the my doc thing. I think there's some stuff there. Before Hugo Boss ooh, became an international fashion company, they have some good men's fragrances as well. They made uniforms for the Nazis. No one knew that until 1997 when the company showed up on a list of Swiss bank accounts and the company then admitted to their Nazi ties. Oh, hmm. boy. <sighs> wow. That's not something you want in your history. Nope. Mm-mm. That's bad. Fa-la-la-la-la. Mm. Mm. La-la-la-la. Americans always picture Godzilla being green. But in Japanese movies, he was never green. He was always Charcoal gray. Oh. Hmm. Because it was a black and white movie? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a good question. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was green to the people on the crew. Yeah, right? I don't know. Oh. It's tricky. It's, it's been a okay. long time since I haven't seen I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. See, I've only ever seen Godzilla peripherally. Mm. I've never sat down and said, let's watch Godzilla. Like from beginning to no, end. No, I don't think anybody see, does. I think it just <sighs> happens to be on like on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. At least back in the day. 
then you just watch a little of the lip flap. Yep. Godzilla. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, that's all. Speaking of Apple, earlier, the design of Apple's earbuds was inspired by the look of stormtroopers in Star Wars. Oh, that's interesting. You know what? The stormtroopers always look like good guys to me. The white is a bit... Yeah, because you think angelic, yeah. you know, mm. you you associate it with clean and goodness. As a result, they're Shiny. beloved, you know. People like, you know, they, yeah. they like stormtrooper pictures. They like stormtrooper figurines. I think that, you know, you see a stormtrooper like at Disney World and you think that's really cool. They they sort of come off almost as the the lovable dark side. Yeah. Because Darth Vader, he's running these idiots. You know, they always seem kind of like idiots too. Like they right. don't. Yes. Really yeah. Think yeah. That's what's well. great about them. Fa la 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 la. Boy, your heart's not been in that today. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you that I'm much. Sorry about oh, that. Boy. Canadians, they are so polite. That this is necessary. In Ontario, Canada, there's a law saying that sorry, sorry, is not an admission of guilt. That's how routinely, uh, instinctively, Mm -hmm. people apologize in Canada. That was a good segment, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, Steve. All right, back to the dock of the bay. Uh, When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, oh, I started a new mini series on Netflix. I think think this is a good one. A very familiar face stars in this one, and uh, it really shows her range. I'm impressed. I'll tell you what it is when we come right back on my talk. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Don McLean hanging with us for a little bit more, too. Hello. I, uh, I started to watch The Flight Attendant yesterday. Oh, I've seen a couple of promos for this, but or passing headlines, but I don't know if it's a drama or a comedy. Good. I see Kaylee Cuoco, and I think she'll make me laugh. Good question okay remember we were watching um uh, the christina applegate and um linda cartling um yes it's me, kind yes. of like that oh so it's a dramedy cool. i i purposely you know I, I would always see it when i sign into netflix and go i don't know what that is uh, i've never read the book i don't know anything about it so i thought i'm gonna dive into this i'm just gonna i'm just gonna hit play on this um, lying in bed, just had my laptop. I'm like, I'm going to watch an episode. It's really, first of all, I don't know if it's really good. It's a mini series, so I think there's maybe five episodes. Dawn, you might recognize one of the guys because he was in Game of Thrones. Oh, He played uh, Dario Naharis in the fourth season of Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, very handsome Dutch actor. His name is... I don't even know if that's Michael. It's spelled M-I-C-H-I-E-L. Michael Huisman. Hmm. Okay. Huisman. Huisman. H-U-I-S-M-A-N. Anyway, very handsome. Uh, we'll refer to him as 3C. 3C. So he's in a seat. Yes. So he is a passenger on the plane. And Kaylee Cuoco's character is basically a blackout drunk. Oh, she's just a a crazy partier. Is on, she a flight attendant? 
She's a flight attendant. Okay. Very, I mean, her performance is so good. I didn't, you know, I've never watched her in anything else after, um, whatchamacallit, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, yeah. And I know she's done other stuff, but she's she's a really talented actress. She kind of reminds me of Christina Applegate or huh. or like a Jennifer Aniston kind of, you know, that quirky, sure, pretty girl next door kind of. Um, but she's really, really good. The story's really, really intriguing. I can't tell You've you. You've done what one happened. episode, only one. Yep. And you say it's best not to really get into the plot just because you wanted to. Yeah, something happens between her and this guy, and she's in a very, very um, uh, terrible situation. She gets herself into a really, really bad situation, partly or mostly because she couldn't remember anything. From the night before. Oh, God. Okay. That's not good. So things are starting to come back to her in just tiny little pieces. But I I think it's going to be a good one. It's it's a dark dramedy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Dawn, you'll love it. All right. (laughs) You know what? I really enjoyed, there was another show called L.A. to Vegas, and I think it's been canceled now. Um, It was just a 30-minute comedy on, I think, Fox. Yeah. Hmm. And it had... uh, uh, Oh gosh, Dylan McDermott in it. Oh yeah, he was Captain Dave, and he was real swarthy. And then it was like just that short trip from L.A. to Vegas that people take. Yes, it's like so you quick. can drive exactly. Yeah. And so it was just the characters that would go every week to gamble, and also uh, the showgirls, and just fun. oh, see that sounds like and, a good and one. And the crew, and I just thought it was so funny. And I don't think it made it. You know, network TV has a hard time I know. keeping series for too long. It's but. so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, check it out though. Hmm. The flight attendant the flight is attendant. on Netflix. Like Steve, ooh, 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 you, you ooh. might even like it, Steve. Question? Yeah. Um, yes, the the guy with the hair thing in the back row. <laughs> the guy yes. looks like he's uh, survived an electrocution. Uh, the length of each episode again? About an hour. Oh. A little wow. under. A little under. I think it okay. was an hour. I would say that was an hour. Okay. All right, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish you'd like said it said 40 you, minutes, if, but... It might be closer to 40. I'd, I'd maybe 50. But if you okay. like Dead to Me... I think and I did. I think you might enjoy this. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you. Are you still watching um, Murder on Middle Beach? Middle Beach? Yes. So I was very intrigued after the first episode. Um, I watched two more episodes last night. There are only four, right? So it's on HBO once again. It's called the. Uh, it's called Murder on Middle Beach. It is about. Uh, it's a document. Mentory about or a doc as Donna likes doc. to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he says doc in the documentary. Oh, does he? So I, I mean, thought that's where Donna. Got maybe it. I did just yeah. pick up on that. <laughs> yeah. Another so, thing we could do on my doc one hundred seven one. Oh boy. Continue. Continue. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. It's <laughs> oh. so good. Oh gosh. So um, I loved the the next two episodes. There are so many characters involved. He's interviewing his family, essentially, because this guy, his mother was murdered when he was 18. And he's investigating this. He starts the film as a student filmmaker when he's 21. And it spans over, I believe, 10 years. So you get to know the relatives a little bit more. And without revealing anything, I will say that um, there are just people that you just can't believe what they're saying. 
Yes. And then you just kind of also suspect other people because you're like, okay, that's who did it. Okay. Or like, okay, mm-hmm. that's who did it. And Can you we go say back it out loud? Because it's, I mean, we without saying who it is, but there's one particular person who says to him during his interviews with his family, his mom's sisters, brothers, friends, um, you know, uh, neighbors. One of them says... Well, you know, uh, Madison, it, it could be any of us that you're interviewing who who did it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, why would you say that? Maybe Unless you I did. think it's because they believe that someone else did it. I, don't know. And I they thought abs- they're throwing someone off the scent of oh, them. Oh, no, I, th- I think it's because they're sure about someone else. That person's. A little wackadoodle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, there's somebody, (laughs) yeah, I just don't want to say too much, but it's very well done. And I think that you will really enjoy it on a level that's so personal that, you know, with other documentaries, there's there's a distance between even how close they try to get. This guy's interviewing his family. So you're getting a lot of really personal moments of hugs Mm. and crying and just like them saying i just love you i love you so much and i want you to you know yeah and then there's family turning on other members of the family and there's this whole underground society of women that are doing in this club it's so weird that club it's like a that's it's a pyramid pyramid scheme scheme. yeah oh oh steve you'd be like pyramid schemes oh yeah those are very intriguing you might like this steve i I think you would like it because of the pyramid scheme Honestly, you okay. get really excited about the whole way that these women actually made money, and it was called the gifting table. Oh, I I have looked you know into gifting. Is? Well, I've looked into gifting programs before when I was just out of college, and I was like, how the hell do I make money without really going to work? And there's a, a gifting where you send somebody one hundred, five hundred, or nine hundred dollars. Keep it under the gifting tax provision, and then they say you send it once, and then after that, you just get checks in the mail it's illegal i was just gonna say why would somebody get involved in something like that that you know in the end is just gonna get you in trouble i think well because they they tell you that there are loopholes they give you a convincing pitch when you find the ad on craigslist this is really what i did and then they're like hop on a call and then there's a call and people are asking questions and then you have other people are like i signed up two months ago and since then I hear the checks I've cashed, or the money that I've gotten cash in an envelope in my mailbox. Well, what's the difference between that and like a Mary Kay or people who sell candles and, you know, have parties at your house? Essential oils. Yeah. There's all sorts of different ones. And they are, I, I suppose from a legal standpoint, there is a difference between multi-level marketing sure. and a pyramid scheme. Okay. Although, if you looked at both of the shapes and how the business <laughs> they works... They look pretty similar. They look both kind of pyramidy, but some people experience uh, real success from them. I know multiple people who are involved in multi-level marketing, and it provides them some side income. There was a good podcast on multi-level marketing. A few... Oh, gosh. came out like a year ago. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of it. Elizabeth Reese... Uh, if you're listening, and I doubt you are, text me. What was the name of it? She and I listened to it. And it was a deep dive. It was like a six-part podcast about multi-level marketing. Okay. And its difficulty with the law and then times that it's been It scares okay. me. This really well, scares me because that Nexium cult started out oh. that way as a multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, and these people ended up that ended up being their careers and then... They find out these bad things. 
about the people at the top, and next thing you know, world comes crumbling down. Ah, I have it. I what have the name it? of it. It's called The Dream. Okay. And I remember um, you talking about this. Yeah, it's like yeah. a four or five parter. And again, uh, I am all for if you can make money providing something for someone else. And many of these multi-level marketing things that are out there now have really good ties back to other countries and makers. And so they're benefiting women in, uh, sure. you know, like impoverished countries. Yes. So they, they, I, I am not suggesting that they're, they're bad. Right. They right, are, right, right. but there's a, the, the podcast looks into what percentage of people really experience any kind of success, sure. legitimate, profitable success. And then the sidebar to all of that is, uh, at some point your friendship, I just don't want the friendship to get weird where it's oh, like, hey, right. oh, right. yes. Would you be willing to buy this sage essential oil? Yeah, you don't want to have to convince people and keep bringing more people in because then you just feel like you're just a nuisance. Like, oh, gosh, yeah. I had a friend who just, I felt so bad with, for him, but he was always involved in some type of thing like this. Yeah. And then I knew that if he called me and wanted to meet for lunch, that he, he would try to get you into to pitch it. me to do it. And I was just like, yeah, bye. Oh, Dawn, you talked about something this morning, and I know we don't have, have time. Maybe we could come back with this. But mm-hmm. um, you talked about... A guy on eBay who just orders stuff from Walmart and oh, then posters. Yeah. And did you say he was going to make like one point two million dollars this year? <laughs> yeah. I How watched, is that legal? I watched a video of it and then someone emailed me and said that's not legal. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I watched this video where this guy's giving tips on how to repost, which is basically mm. essentially giving just taking an item like a shelf, buying it. Well, no, they don't even buy it yet. Okay. They just take the post and then they copy and paste all the information, put it on eBay, upcharge it $20, and it says, I have 30 of these shelves. It, once somebody buys one, they go to walmart.com, they put in the other person's, they're, they're, they never handle the product. They just so they never have to worry Walmart. about any sort of inventory in their garage. They never, or something. they never touch a product. They just ship it from Walmart. People aren't going to search. All of the internet to see if they can get this particular shelf. How does he so end up with the upcharge. money? How does he end? So if it's coming directly from Walmart and that person is, is that person paying Walmart? No, they're paying him. They're paying eBay, him. But he upcharged them $20 and they don't really know that they could have gotten the same shelf at Walmart. So weird. And so, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs. Don't yell at me, people. Somebody got very <laughs> mad about me saying that. And I just watched You're a just sharing the information. video that I saw where this guy made. They're just, they're called reposters. And like, if you find someone on eBay that has like 30,000 items that they sold and they don't pay shipping costs because they have so much money, you know, that's free shipping once you have a certain amount in your cart. Yeah, with a lot sure. of these places, and I don't know. Don't kill the messenger. No, no listen, no. Don and I, we're interested. We're <laughs> the numbers <laughs> I'll find are the video to be believed. And, and give it to you we for the in. show links. Okay. Donna, oh so yeah, that perfect. People, Thank you, know, you. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I just you just watch the video. Right. Got it. All right, we gotta, we gotta go. go. Uh, when we come back, there's a U.S. senator who has an idea to get people to stay home for the holidays. Like to see what you guys think of this, and also an NBA player doing something really cool for his local community. All coming up next and if you see something say something on my talk 1071 donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with donna and steve
If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I don't know about this. See what you guys think. Okay. There's a U.S. senator named Angus King. He's an independent from Maine. Independent. Nice. He came up with an interesting idea to keep people at home during the holidays and to avoid gatherings. He thinks free streaming will keep people at home. So he wrote a letter to all six of the largest streaming services asking them to make their platforms completely free over the holidays. He is arguing that if people have complimentary access to Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, HBO Max, blah, 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 they'll be encouraged to stay at home and binge. I, I, what if you're already a subscriber? There's a rub. Because now, Donna, you and I, we're not exactly. We like to leech on other people's right. accounts. But what about like people like my brother, who's been paying for Netflix for the family for the last... <laughs> Seven years. Yeah, do you then expect what, something? You're going to give him a credit for two weeks? You're going to credit everybody? You're going to say everybody for two weeks is not getting billed and we'll prorate that on your next bill? Hmm. I think it's an interesting sentiment. It seems a little more like a PR suggestion yes. on behalf of the independent senator than it does a legitimate uh, strategic play. Right. And let's be honest, streaming services are probably trying to make more money on yeah. the extra, mm. you know, people at home. And sure. You think HBO Max, having just signed that big deal with Warner Brothers, Wonder Woman showing free, uh, or they, uh, Wonder Woman sh- streaming at home on Christmas, do they want that for free? They're giving, they're doing away with their free trial. That's right. Because of that. So ain't no way this is going to happen. You are right, Steve. So nice try, dude. What's his name again? Uh, His name is Angus King. Let's talk about his name for a second. Epic names in human history. (laughs) Um, Angus. Epic names in human history. (laughs) We got to get Rocco to do a little intro there. Angus is the king of beef, right? If you get an Angus beef as a... (laughs) As opposed to any other kind of just ground Kobe. meat. Kobe's the king of Kobe. Yeah. I've never had Kobe beef. Who has though? It's so expensive. Where do you even get it? At the steakhouse. Oh well, it must be. Okay, let's nice. just talk about steakhouses for a second here. Sure. I saw something. All right. I mean, what's with this? You know how they do like the a la carte? Like you, you here's your steak, and what sides would you like? Then each side is like ten dollars for like a plate of broccoli. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Get lost! Oh, hey, like, hey, everything hey, is Chris? everything is like a separate entree. Basically. Do you know? I, you know, I love steak. I really love steak. For a long time, it was my absolute favorite food. I have never been to, to my knowledge, a steakhouse. I've never been to a Ruth's Chris. Oh, really? I've been to, I've been to restaurants that offer steak, but I've never been to a steakhouse. What oh. we do is steak. You're kidding. Never. Christmas is coming, Donna. Mm, Belmar. Mm. What about uh, what's the one place downtown? More uh, Morton's. No. Um, 
I, Mur- Murray's. Uh, wait, I'll get it. I'll Come get on. It. Nope, that's uh, not it. You um, walk out of there and you've, you've, you, they have to run your credit before you go oh, in there. Oh, boy. <laughs> Um, Manny's, 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 Murray's, um, and then there's chop houses. And... Well, yeah, and then we just did a story the other day on Twin Cities Live on Mancini's Char House. Mancini's. I, by the way, would like to go to Mancini's. Do you know? Uh, first of all, these two brothers, the Mancini brothers, who are just trying to keep this place afloat amidst all of the shutdowns. It was really great to hear their passion and them trying to keep their employees to have health care benefits and things like that. They're doing everything the right way. They've rehabbed the inside of Mancini's during uh, the shutdown so that they can make the most of the time so that when the doors open again, they're ready to rock and roll. They said Tony Bennett performed at Mancini's. I I wouldn't doubt it. How great would that be to be at Mancini's and then then Tony Bennett? Since my Sharon left me, every day is summer. Then it's not like you're at. I saw when I saw him, Tony Bennett at uh, Mystic Lake. It's the Mystic Showroom, but you're there with two thousand other people. It's a wonderful venue, not a bad seat in the house, but it's not like a steakhouse. Two booths over. Yeah, is Anthony Bennett right? Hey, Tony, Anthony. <laughs> anyway, um. Listen, while we're talking small businesses, obviously, they're struggling big time during the pandemic. And I just thought this was a cool story. Uh, There's an NBA player. He plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. His name is Larry Nance Jr. Larry. Larry. Um, Interesting. He shared his address on social media, and then he asked his followers to buy a piece of apparel from any of their favorite local businesses and then to send it to him. He said, send me an XL. I will wear each piece of apparel to a game this year. I'll be photographed and then I'll post about that business to help bring awareness. And then on top of that, Larry Nance Jr. says he's going to be selling his worn jersey from the game Mm. and he will match whatever price the jersey sells for with 100% of the proceeds going to the business being represented that night. Wow. He said, this is our city. These are our communities. Let's help each other in this time of need. Um, And then he made it clear that all apparel he receives after being supported and acknowledged will be donated, you know, back to local area homeless shelters. Good. That's great. Way to go. That's a cool dude, right? Great. Yes. Larry Nance Jr. I also like listening to you. When you say Larry and apparel... (laughs) How do you say your, it? Your jersey comes out, and I like it. I like it, Donna. Uh, but well, how do you Florida, say Florida, I would say apparel. You say like apparel, Larry. <laughs> Have we heard from Larry Nance yet? How regarding do you, how his do you apparel? say Larry? Larry. Larry. You do a Larry. You do apparel. L-A-I-R, like Lair. Like Lair. A lion's Lair. Larry. <laughs> Larry, what a, Bye, Don. What a strong Bye. way for us to wrap up the hour. Right. Don, we love you. We'll miss you. That's I am Grunch is coming in next. Um, you'll never guess. You will never guess who's going to play Frank Sinatra ever in a million <laughs> years. Would you guess this? What is happening? We'll tell you about it next.